everybody know that, that I'm at the gym. I check in, whoa, 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 and I whoa. let them know I'm going beast mode, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot the hashtag. The <laughs> hashtag is crucial to this whole games thing. It's like, it's like that window, man. You have a five-minute window before and after you work out. If you don't hashtag that beast mode, all your games that work out, done. That's it. Yeah. Are we in the intro? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, let's cut the pleasantries yeah. here. Welcome back to the Is It Though podcast today. We've caught the great well. The trifecta, the trifecta is complete. We got the one, the only, the legend, my brother from another mother, the legendary 4 2. Not a boy. Not a boy. Not a boy. I feel, I've, told you, I've told you this already several times. You're building me way up, building me up way too much for this podcast. Okay, as most people know, we're pretty much joined at the hip from there when we first met. We yeah. met in football, right? I don't, I don't, because because we're so. We're so I got now. my perception of it, because and that's the thing. That's the thing too. I like what you're doing with the podcast, like interviewing different people from our family and from our or from my family and from the from our past to see like different perceptions and kind of just put everything together. That's pretty cool because you can kind of pinpoint like, Oh, this person saw this this way. And I saw it a different way anyway, but going into the story, I became acquainted with you in football. Um, we became friends and here's my, uh, I guess, I don't know if I've ever said this, but anyway, so I think in sixth grade, I kind of started becoming friends with Ryan. Mc yep. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> anyway, so I, I was kind of, uh, I kind of became friends with him. So in seventh grade, again, now in a new world where I have to deal with everybody who I met the year before, I said, well, this was okay. This is my safety blanket. This is a friend that I made, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then he started talking about his, his best friend, Trey. And so I'm like, well, so who, I thought we had something, you know? <laughs> You're like, I've already been replaced? What the? Yeah. And so I'm like, so I'm going during the summer between sixth and seventh grade, I'm going and hanging out with Ryan at his house and playing video games and stuff. And then like, and then the next year comes around and I'm like, oh, well, let's hang out. And oh, well, I'm hanging out with Trey today or whatever. And it was kind of like, oh, all right, that's cool. Well, anyway, <laughs> somewhere in that mess, because uh, I didn't mean to catch up, but because this point in context, because we all lived essentially in the same neighborhood. So, yeah. so that's why, yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know what happened, but I mean, me and you, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like super athlete or whatever, but because it's like seventh, eighth grade football, right? But so, but I was a short, fat kid. Who, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, in comparison when you're comparing me to the other other kids, I was even shorter and even fatter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but on that team, I would venture to say that uh, me and you were, as far as seventh graders go, were some hitters. You know what I mean? As far as <laughs> right, I mean headhunters, headcounters, yeah, yeah. As far as seventh grade football goes, we're <laughs> we're animals right so studs huh we're like studs, studs yeah exactly. Hall of, Vernon Hall of Fame shout out so then that's when I was kind of like a, 
<laughs> Vernon Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's when I was kind of like, all right, maybe this guy ain't so bad. Yeah. And we kind of started talking, and we all lived in the same neighborhood, like you said. And then uh, pretty soon we we dropped Ryan, and <laughs> and me and you started hanging out. Pretty much, there was a mutual trade because I think at the, at the time you Ryan were kind of like had your thing, best friends. I was, I guess, best friends with uh, James. Remember, I was, oh yeah, yeah. So me and him were close. And then eventually what happened is this time, I guess there was a trade, you know, that team wanted this team. Yeah. So we kind of traded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was, it was when me and you got close, they went off on their own. So I was like, okay, it's a mutual trade. Let's go. Let's go, so, win, so a, like, let's go win a God thing Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and I mean, we've been friends ever since. Uh, Join at the hip. Cause uh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, during the summers and you kind of during the school year, but more during the summers, we, if I wasn't spending the night at your house, you were spending the night at mine. Uh, because for, for, that a time, would... for a time there, like you have to live in that corner house. And then I believe for like a brief time you live like in the next apartment complex over, right? Remember that correctly? Oh yeah. 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 Like that time. was, yeah. Yeah. I think we only stayed in that apartment a couple months. That's actually I remember that time because I think we went, uh, we were playing football in the front yard of the those apartments. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if I was barefoot or I was wearing sandals. I don't know why I was playing football barefoot or in sandals. But uh, I was running and I think you came to tackle me. And I don't know how you skid or what, but you completely peeled all the skin off of my pinky toe. You remember that? No. That was, no. you remember that? No. I oh man, I mean, all the skin. It was a. I didn't know the term then, right? But now I know it was a degloving uh, of the small. The I guess I don't know the small digit or my fifth digit on uh, my right foot. Like it just completely the skin was gone. You don't remember? That's no. Thing. Yeah, that's, that's like a bookmark for that apartment for me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So for a little while, I was living like right next door to you. Yeah, we but... would go. Had to fast forward. Like we would go. Basically, we were studs. Okay, guys, we were studs at Vernon High School. We're in middle school studs, and then we ran to the Memorial High School. So I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> hey, tell you what, we were we were the studs of Vernon, but Vernon was worthless in that whole like middle school football league or whatever like not not, not to get to like sports talk but uh yeah. were the cleveland browns when the cleveland browns were the browns yeah when when the browns were the browns that's who we were and we were the all-americans on the cleveland browns <laughs> 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 from that so like yeah i remember just we were just tor- dude that stripes in that corner would get it dude oh bro. Hey, I don't know if you remember. I'm not gonna drop any names or, yeah, yeah. or or the exact situation of how it happened. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you remember one time uh, we were going to that stripes? Because remember, uh, for the people listening, we spent like every every summer night. I was either at his house or he was at mine. So or you, I was at your house. You were at mine, right? Yeah. Uh, so there was one night that we went to that stripes right there on the corner to get some burritos and we got, get, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. Yeah. 
we got uh somehow we acquired like 20 burritos 30 burritos to, to put and, to, to put in context this is like during high school uh oh yeah we were told by our uh, weightlifting coach or something like yeah. that of the things of that nature coach. yeah yeah of that nature to be like hey you guys need to tighten up the summer you guys need to just hey go with mm -hmm. big boy leagues yeah and uh um, i think summer workouts had already began also yeah so so we're in the middle of summer workouts where we, i remember i wasn't it the day of too like when he was like the business like yeah dude we're, we're, we're on it basically yeah yeah we're on it like so straight yeah. up <laughs> and we ended up with like 20 25 burritos we had magically yeah if you have a uh listeners that aren't from around here chimichangas uh <laughs> we ended up uh i don't know and we had like a liter of mountain dew or something i don't know doritos two liters of mountain dew yeah well we had one for me one for you yes, and then of course. and we had like a bag of doritos or something and we're walking out and our strength and conditioning coach no no we were at the register we were about to pay and then that's okay. when he and he just walks in and he looks at what we got and just kind of gives us a nod. <laughs> and we're like, ah. Oh. He's like, we're going to pay for this shit. Like, oh, yeah. That it looks like. Oh. And we still throw him down. <laughs> exactly. Dude, it was, dude uh, those were the best nights, dude, man. It was, yeah. it was like just, it was barbecues and like, was it, it was Halo, right? You're, yeah, it was Halo, right? Halo, Halo 2, around that era. Yeah. I remember there was one time you came. <laughs> <laughs> so so me and like my older brother and like my older brother's best friend like we all thought we were good at halo oh right and, right right yeah <laughs> and we would like play team deathmatch all day and i remember i told him i was like yeah my friend trey he's, he's pretty good i don't know i haven't played with him but i heard he's pretty good and you came over and freaking we did a three-on-one and <laughs> we got was blood coach you're like, I got him. Fucking just massacre. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> it was, it was terrible. Uh, yeah. Dude, you haven't played Halo ever since. Yeah. Yeah. I, I switched to PlayStation after that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, before that, I don't know, man. I, it's funny because we do have so many stories, and right now on the spot, I can't. Yeah, uh, okay, what stories can we tell? What stories can't we tell? Just, just yet. That's part of it too. I'm like, I do have some stories in mind, and I'm kind of like, yeah. Once we get big enough, we can. Once we get big enough, we can put it behind a paywall. Then maybe, but not those stories. <laughs> well, when, once we get the the OnlyFans going, then we. <laughs> the OnlyFans, the Patreon, then then you get to see all the extra stuff. Which, by the way, can we edit this and, and post? Uh, go ahead and drop my OnlyFans link right here. Right. And <laughs> it's launching tonight at midnight. Shout out. I'm joking. I'm sorry, guys. There's no OnlyFans. <laughs> Only for two. <laughs> Only. Only for two. <laughs> I think around this time, uh, that's when I think it was, wasn't it going to our. I think it was after our sophomore year, and then we really got heavily involved with the church, right? Uh, I think it was our sophomore year. Yeah, because I remember yeah. then, because Krista, yeah. Krista told me the story that around this time, we invited her to church, and then, 
she wanted me to ask you about uh you know because I mean you we do like so me and you got into like plays and stuff like dramas and stuff. Yeah. She had mentioned like there was a pl- there was a drama that y'all did where you had to push her off the stage, and she sold it so well that everybody was freaking out. That I pushed her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I I don't I don't remember, but uh, I mean we did a lot of dramas right and we. A lot. Probably we're kid. I mean, we were kids. I don't know. We probably got way too into them. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the one when we had the the chains, uh, and we we did some show like in a like a dirt. Uh, I don't know, a little plot of land. It was like dirt. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I was like bleeding at the end of that one, and like I had marks all over my shoulders from the chains that we wrapped the chains through our shoulders, and there's people yanking on them, and, hey, hey, and hey, yeah, look, I'm, look, we, I'm sorry. We sell out, okay? This, if people get this, this is why we're best friends. This is why we're brothers because we yeah. sell out. Don't matter yeah. dramas, what football, what burritos, yeah. what, what, <laughs> all in podcast, what, what. What? Um, no, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I remember spring break camp. That was that. That was our uh, sophomore year. When when I first went to spring break camp, it was our sophomore year, um, and that was. I remember that because I had a. Uh, you were inviting me. You and another friend from school were both inviting me to the same one. And uh, I was like, yeah, 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 bro. You got it. I'll be there, whatever. I had already made plans to to go to the island and party out. And uh, But I was telling you, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And so uh, I was just, what a crappy friend, right? <laughs> I was just going to go. Years of brotherhood and then all the way, I get a, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I get it, I get it, I get it. I was 16 years throwing Jesus at my feet over... The island on spring break, sixteen year old kid. Yeah, I you know. So, sixteen uh, uh, year old sinner. Sixteen <laughs> year old heathen. Yeah, and so, uh, so I remember I had made plans already to go to the island during spring break, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you called the night before, <clears throat> and my mom was pretty religious right and so uh you called the night before to say to ask if i was still going and i guess my mom hangs up the phone with you and she comes to me and like hey what's this about a camp and this and that and you didn't tell me and she's upset right and uh like you know the whole you didn't ask permission you didn't say anything you know like more what seemed like more upset that oh you made plans without asking me yeah, yeah. type of deal, mm-hmm. and so she's mad, and so I'm like okay this is just gonna play in my favor like she's not gonna let me go you know win win here All right. and, yeah and she's like pack your bags you're gonna be there tomorrow and uh, just because of church you know what I mean like yeah, oh no right. you're going <laughs> you think you were gonna go <laughs> guess what you're gonna go now pal yeah so I ended up going and it was it was a great experience man I mean um. I mean, I've got nothing to, I guess, I got no reason to try to hide it or whatever. Maybe I'm not, uh, or no, I know I'm not, 
I'm not devout at all anymore. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean what's up. I'll say, oh, like on that note, like, yeah, I can read too. It's like, I'm not like, not, what's the, what's the property says? Like, we're, like not, like not like, super, super, super religious, like anymore. Yeah. It doesn't mean like, I'd rather just follow what the good book says instead of being like, oh, yeah, like so on that note, like from, from there. Cause you know, I think was it kind of like not well, past the high school stuff, like, you kind of went on a different path. We don't have to get too much in detail because I, I I know stories. I don't know what stories you're gonna tell, but would you say like that that foundation of of that did it help out like in the long run? Would you say? Well, you know, I guess I haven't given that much thought. Um, I I'd say it gave me some good experiences. I guess in my teenage years. Um, it helped me feel like I did my couple years of community service, you know, for the church or whatever, and, you know, another participation badge or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But as far as the type of person I am today, I wouldn't say it had a huge impact those years, uh, I guess, on today. In the in those years, yes, it was great, and it and it did have an a short term impact on my life. But really, the long term impact that Christianity has had on my life really was uh, embedded by my mom because she was, um, again, maybe not the most devout Christian, but she was a strong believer, mm-hmm. and she and she embedded those values in us as we were growing up. You know what I mean? So um, there's, it's funny because sometimes I I will talk religion to people and they have no idea. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The knowledge I have on it is only scratching the surface. surface. But uh, some people don't realize I have the knowledge that I have. And it wasn't even because of those years that we were more devout in church, those teenage years. It was more because my mom bringing us up and telling us the stories and reading the Bible to us and stuff like that. So, um, like I said, it, it did give some good experiences and it did, it was a little feel good time in my life, but the actual lasting effect in my life, who I am today was more because of the values that my mom instilled in us. Well, for those that know around this time, was it it? Few wasn't it? I don't remember the year exactly. She had passed away. I don't know if you want to. Two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I can kind of give. I don't know if your listeners want all this, but I can. I can kind of go deep in and get personal. Uh, the floor is yours, man. The floor is yours. Try not to put too much out there. Um, yeah, of course. But um, I will say this. So. And and this is, again, my own personal uh, experience and perception. Like, Daniel's going to have a different story because Daniel made some different de- decisions. Uh, Kenneth, Kevin, my older siblings, like, everybody's going to have a different story. Yeah. And I think mine is going to be more different from anybody's because there's a lot of people who stuck around, and I didn't. Like, I went off to start living my life after that happened. Yeah. 
So my mom passed in 2010. And I want to say, I don't know if it was shortly after or shortly before, uh, I also had a, a girlfriend cheat on me or whatever. So uh, it was kind of like a slap in the face or, you know, everything just kind of. Yeah. I was 20. Yeah, I was 20 uh, when my mom passed. And so uh, to me, that was like, and, and it's, it was really selfish of me. I know it was really selfish of me, but I made the decision that, okay, well, I don't want to, even though I had three younger siblings, I could have probably used a role model. And I had uh, my dad and uh and other people in the house that could have really probably used me there. <laughs> I decided that, you know what? I mean, my mom's not here. I don't want to, you know, I would walk into the house and, you know, you think of that person. And, yeah. Uh, I just didn't want to be there. And then, and I, I, I hate to play like the, the, the violin or whatever. And, yeah, and play, play, play the emotional card or whatever, because I believe everybody is responsible for the decisions they make like where you at are where, where you are at in life is just an accumulation of the decisions you've made and everybody needs to be accountable and take responsibility like i that's i firmly believe that and that's a good reason why i'm not trying to toot my own horn but that i think that's a good reason why i am where i'm at in life now mm-hmm. because the guy i'm about to tell you about was not on the road to being where i am now um so anyway, so I left the home. I put a lot of trust in, in an older friend of mine uh, who really had nothing going for him uh, and was just a liar and a cheat and no good. And uh, I'm sure he's still living the same way today. I haven't talked to him in years, but uh, he was just really an, a bad person for me to look up to at the time. And uh, I really looked up to him and we went and we got our own apartment and uh, uh, I just started, I, I worked a lot, don't get me wrong. I was responsible enough to work, to pay my bills, but I also went on like a two, three or four year binge. I don't know how long it was of just drinking and like drug use. And it was just all partying, all girls, all all these things that just, I ain't going to take you anywhere. As long as my rent was paid and there was enough food, and I mean just enough food to get by, like the rest was just partying, bro. And it was, don't get me wrong, it's fun. And if that's what you're into and if you want to go have some drinks and stuff, I I don't know. I don't condone like drug use or anything, but uh, like if you got to do whatever you got to do to relax in the safety of your own home or whatever, you know, yeah. That's on you. Yeah. That's on you. And I've been there. I've done it. Like, and I'm not trying to belittle anybody who is in a tough spot right now. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that for me, those decisions I was making were self-destructive and leading me nowhere. And I did it for years. I wasted years of my life doing that because I wanted to be hurt about losing somebody. So uh, it actually, this actually leads me into another great uh, step. And I hope that was enough detail because I was trying not to give too much detail, but I hope that was enough to paint a little picture. Yeah, you're good, bro. Uh, you're good. <laughs> and so it leads me into like the next phase. So 
Um, my fiance, I ended up meeting my my fiance during that phase, mm-hmm. on the tail end of that phase, and uh, we started dating. And uh, she kind of, without ever forcing my hand or anything, without ever like, hey, well, you no, you need to quit drinking, or you need to quit doing this, or you need to quit doing that. Uh, she still somehow made me want to. <laughs> she made me want to make the right decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah, be and, better. Yeah, and so I kind of started figuring it out. Thankfully, like I never had any. the The only true addiction, like rough addiction, for me to drop even to this day, is like tobacco smoke. Thank God, like nothing else. None of the harder things I was doing, like really got a hold of me. I was able to drop it. Like, I'm not even a huge drinker, really. Um, and uh, I don't know. She she helped me make some better decisions. And it was all stuff that I already knew, and I had the right mindset. I just was putting the energy somewhere else. And uh, and now it leads me to, like, what I was just saying a, little, a minute ago, the whole philosophy. Like, that guy was going nowhere, and... It's until you, I believe, until you take like responsibility for your decisions and you take accountability and you say, hey, I am where I'm at because of me. <laughs> like I'm messing this up. I'm in a tight spot uh, because of things that I've done. I think that's like where you start and okay, so how can, how can I fix it? Not, don't just sit there and say, oh, I'm here because of things I've done. Poor me, help me. No, okay, how can I fix it? What's the next thing to get me better? And so I started <clears throat> working two jobs, okay? So I'm working two jobs, paying minimum wage, making still, like, what? trash money. Was that the time, like, you worked at security, Los Indios, and then you were, like, a, a worker at Stripes, right? Was that, that the Yeah, so I would work, uh, well, at first it started, I was working Walmart in San Benito, and I was working at Stripes. This is when I started to turn everything around. So I would work at Stripes, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then I would get out of Stripes and I would go to Walmart. The shift would start either at like 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. And I'd work there either like 9 to 3 or 11 to 7, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd get out of work and then go back to Stripes, 11, to, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And I was just doing that. And hopefully if I got a day off from one, I got a little bit more sleep that day. And yeah, and so, but it was part of, it was the genesis of, of this. Having your fiance yeah. there around this, you're basically the turning of the tide. Did that really give you that extra kick to be like, okay, now I really got to get my shit together because, you know, I got somebody like in my life now that's kind of supporting me in a way. Honestly, it's it's a yes and no. Uh, so I kind of want to give her like all the credit for it. But then at the same time, like, I don't know, because it was an idea I already had. I knew the lifestyle I was living was not sustainable. I knew it wasn't going to lead to success. And I already knew. Better question. Okay. Would you say, would she help you stay focused? Like, stay And like, as I started, like, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Just because, like I said, it was it was more of, okay, if I don't care for myself, 
and I don't care because even today, bro, honestly, this stuff here, it's because of my family. You know what I mean? Like I can live in a hole. I can, I don't need anything. You know what I mean? I can live in a hole with like two, two pairs of jeans and like three t-shirts and I'm good. Like I'm good. I can eat Vienna sausages every day and I'm fine. Like (laughs) I don't need anything. I haven't got Uh, clothes in ages too because I lay my work clothes. That's all I need. Like, (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm saying and so so absolutely having her around if okay well if i don't care enough about myself to correct things it was it was good to okay well i have this person here who i want to make sure i can give her the things that she likes and i'm not trying to say she's like super spoiled or anything but when i met her it, a lot has changed a lot has changed but when i met her she was a uh, very uh, like designer purses and stuff you know what I mean so she was very pinky up and uh yeah she was very pinky up so it gave this little poor boy like a goal you know like I have to make money I have to live in a nicer place I have oh, to yeah. yeah like I have to, get, I have to get my own like get good transportation I have to be able to provide yeah, yeah. Uh, still, it was still early in the relationship to where like I didn't know she was going to be, I didn't know we were going to start a family. You know what I mean? But it was still like, I had that support system there too. Also through the years, it has not changed from the beginning till now. She has been an amazing support system. Um, Even right now, like I'm going to, I was telling you earlier that I just started going to school. I'm taking my prereqs for, uh, for the paramedic certification. And, uh, uh, she today, even today. So I'm behind on some of my classes. I'm trying to catch up, and uh, she's so I don't know if you know. Well, yeah, you do know. So we have a little girl who's a year and going to be three months in a couple of days. I was going to ask you about that. Um, kind of like kind of transition to that. Let's segue into that. So from your create from from you know what you said from that life of doing that. Uh, I jump around a lot. Yeah, put up your bootstraps and really focused and, you know, basically gutting toward a goal to starting, mm-hmm. a, like I said, to start a, a family uh, with a fiance. How did that transition go from basically, basically, you know, the journey to fatherhood, essentially, is what I'm trying to get at. Okay, so um, it, it was long and it was hard. Mm, I mean, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't an overnight. And that's the thing too, as far as like when I was younger, I'm just going to say younger people because I know it's what I thought when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was always looking for the, hey, get rich quick, like make it happen. And no, it, it was, it took time and it took a lot of work. And maybe it took me longer than it should have, but that's what it was. So figured it out, working these two minimum wage jobs, making just enough money to get by and just always looking for opportunity. So I'm not gonna say I was perfect and always in that mindset or anything, but whenever I would kick myself into that mindset of, I need something better, how can I make myself better? What can I do to move forward? So I knew the two the two jobs wasn't sustainable either. That was, that was ridiculous. And I was bringing home maybe four or 500 bucks every two weeks from each one. So I was bringing home eight, nine, maybe a grand if I was lucky every two weeks. So that was that's ridiculous, right? Yeah, long yeah. too. Yeah, and so uh, I knew it wasn't sustainable. 
so then I go looking around for better jobs or whatever. And uh, I think at one point I ended up being a warehouse worker at, at a furniture store at $10 an hour. So it's a little bit better, right? A little bit. Um, and it's good, whatever. Living situations are changing. And I think at this point I'm staying with her, with her family. Still not where I want to be at in life, but it's allowing us to have a little extra money right. to do some different things, right? To move forward. So I'm not saying go ask for help, but anybody in a tough situation right now, I'm not saying like go and strike down your pride or anything, but don't be so prideful not to accept it when it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying go ask for handouts because at least for me, my pride I, I want to do everything by myself as much as possible. I understand that it's not feasible to do everything alone, but as much as I can, I want to do it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we ended up getting the help from her parents. Her parents offered it. Hey, move in, save some money, move forward. So I was working in the warehouse, $10 an hour, and then a management position came available. I applied for the management position, the ops manager, operations manager there. And uh, and this is actually when I was working with Adrian. Shout out to Adrian. Shout He's out. another. That's that's a legend right there. That guy's a legend. But anyway, <clears throat> so I'm working with Adrian. And uh, I, I applied for this operations manager position. The store manager interviews me, tells me, you've got it. It's yours, right? Next day, he interviews some other female from the warehouse, like in McAllen or something, and she's got the job. <laughs> so, yeah. And so I, I approached him about it. Again, now this is the Joel that was like, hard knows, I'm getting my bread. Like, I'm getting my opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is mine. So I go and I confront him, like, hey, bro, like, What's up? Like, what was the difference there? Why, why did she get it? Not me. Like you told me yesterday, you said that that job was mine. Oh, well, you know, she's got experience working at the warehouse and running this and that and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You told me it was mine. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you apply for a sales position? Commission. And again, this is at the time when I'm like, like really driven, I guess. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay. I'll bet on myself going on commission. I'll bet on myself. Yeah. I, I, I interviewed with the regional manager. I got the sales position. Uh, was making decent money. I can turn this into a lot longer story, but I'm just going to say that I ended up getting about five years of sales experience under my belt, four or five years. And some of it was really good when I was selling furniture. And some of it was really bad when I was selling insurance. <laughs> The whole time, man, I mean, I know there's got to be a part two to, to fill in the gaps, but I'm not lying when I say it was a roller coaster. I had some really, really high ups and some really, really low downs. And there's a lot of tough times where you really just had to grab them and say, you know, like, let's do this. And so all of the, I'm saying all of this to say that through all of this, my fiance has been nothing but... A leg to stand on like she's just she's been uh support 100 percent. so i finally decide that i want to get into the, to the fire department i apply for the fire department i become a firefighter emt basic um now i am making more 
I'm making enough to provide for my family. I just bought a house. Like we're doing well. Yeah. 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 Just bought a house. I have a beautiful baby girl. I've got another one on the way and we are just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Life is still life and it's still tough and it throws curveballs and, and I mean, there's frustrations every day and there's, there's a lot of noise that can, you know, kind of throw you off your track. But, um, I think me and my family have figured it out, mm-hmm. uh, how to roll with the punches and everything. And, and, um, again, not to toot my own horn, but I have worked really hard to get to the, to this point where I can say, yeah, I toot toot, like. I went from being a scumbag, like with no future, to working and working and working to be where I'm at today. And, and I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> That's what makes the legendary four too. Because <laughs> from, from an outside perspective, like I saw the roller coaster, because there'd be times when you'd be going through that stuff, I would, you would call me, reach out, and then be like, hey, don't go do this right now. I don't want to do this. And then like a week would go by, like, do I got it? That's, that's old news. I'm on my new shit right now. <laughs> you you yeah. just kept going and going and going and just from an outside perspective, just witnessing all that through the years and years, it's like, dude, you fudge it. <laughs> like like I, mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say all that, man, because there are so many other great people out there, so many great like entrepreneurs and, and hustlers, bro. Like, I mean, one one guy I don't follow too much and listen to everything he has to say and but one guy I do look at uh it's like uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, there's a, a guy named Grant Cardone. Everybody look into that guy. Sorry, shout out. I don't know what I have to say. For I'm, I don't know if I'm not supposed to be name dropping, but Grant Cardone, uh, he's got a couple of books that I listen to because I hate to read, so I listen to it on Audible. Maybe. I'm just I'm dropping everybody right now. <laughs> but I listen, I, li- I listen to that, and he was one guy that helped me out a lot when I was doing sales. Um, there's guys that I look at, bro, that they make me look small. These guys, their work ethic and the what they do. Uh, I mean, I'm just, bro. I am, bro, because like you're in it. You're saying like, morning, bro. There are even guys in my own department where I work. Uh, even you yourself, Adrian, bro. I'm a normie. Like I'm. Yes, I've worked very hard to be where I'm at, and toot toot. But it's a very small toot, like. I'm not done. It's all big too. Like, dude, you're like got the house, you got everything. Been there, it's a lovely house. It's like, dude, it's like, but it all started because one point I want to hit on is, is you had that mindset from the beginning, and you didn't let anything get you off that path. Once you had that, once you were basically when you had your blinders on, you're focused. You just let's go. And and that's the point I want to hit on too, bro. Like, because a lot of people are like, oh. If you say it and if you will it and if you believe it, it'll happen. Like, yes, yes, by all means, yeah. like stay focused. But just saying it and willing it and wanting it to happen isn't going to make it happen. Like you have to wake up, get up and do something about it. I put on a little extra weight. Like I'm, I feel flabby right now. Bro. You know what I'm doing to, to fix that? I'm waking up at 4.30 every morning. I've got to wake up at 4.30 tomorrow what? to go to the gym. What? <laughs> you go i'm gonna go sweat a little bit what? i'm gonna come back shower get ready go to work work a 24-hour shift get out of there go to the gym go to my second job you know like yeah it's it's, a, it's, it's the things that people don't see like 
it's that mental it's that mental tough extra effort it's it's like it's like because like, i'm saying i'm saying everything right now and it sounds so pretty right but it's but it, it's it's a it's not it's not being afraid of getting down and dirty it's like yeah you gotta get you gotta they wouldn't put in the work is because like just just go off what you're saying like most people nowadays you know just like hey i want that give me that change yeah. the laws and give me yeah. that it's like yeah. dude, you gotta yeah. you gotta bust your ass to get, so get it. yeah and that, that's the thing too bro like and that's why i'm saying i'm small bro i'm a normie because i'm i'm putting in work bro and this is nothing like okay so my family yeah my family's comfortable and we just bought a house and i've reached a lot of my goals yes but i'm not done and there are people out there that put in way more work than me there are people that i speak to every day not even celebrities bro people that i speak to every day like in my own department who have accomplished so much more in such a small smaller amount of time like yes i've worked for what i have to to but there are some people out there bro that they just they're like they blow my mind how how hard they work but that's what it is that's what it is you can say you want it all you all, all day long but if you don't like pull up your bootstraps and go after it like you're not gonna get anywhere you're not gonna get anything nope. like take responsibility for your actions get up and go work exactly. like seriously like like you 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 with the whole the podcast and the um the live streams, the gaming and stuff. That's something you wanted to do for years, bro. That was something I was there at the genesis of that. You know what I mean? Like it's been years. (laughs) It's been years, bro. And you finally said, like, you finally said, I'm gonna make it happen. I don't care if I have people with me because I don't care if I have people with me in the booth um, or not. Like I'm gonna, you went out and you made it happen. So that's what... I think that's the point I'm really hitting on right now. I didn't even know this conversation was going to go this way. I feel strongly about it. Because like, oh, I do too. Cause I think that's why we, we're like, like this son, we're like this. Yeah. It's like, it blows my mind. Cause people just don't get it. It's like, it's like, dude, you want nice things or like, not I say nice things, but you want to live like that lifestyle, do work at it. You got to work. Yeah. And yeah, like no excuses, only explanations. Get it done. Yeah, and it, and it's in every aspect of your life. You want to be smarter. You want to you want a higher certification or whatever the case. Study. Get up. Do the work. Uh, and study. You want to be like, stronger. You want to look nice. You want to go to the beach and look good. Get your ass up. Go to the gym. Like go work out. Uh, you want a higher paying job. Okay your ass for a higher paying job and if you want all of those things then get your ass up at three four in the morning and get started work all day bro i'm gonna tell you i am not one of those people that works all day i I will be honest that's why i'm saying there's so much more potential there like i wake up yes at 4 30 i get up at 4 30 i go to the gym and i do i do what i have to do right but i'm in bed by 8 39 o'clock this is late for me you know what i mean like you just kept hammering is is damn true is never like be satisfied always looking for the next goal it's like okay i've yeah. climbed this this far we're still going up pal we're still going yeah bro because there's just if you really sit down like sit down and take 10 15 minutes to think to yourself about it like is there really ever any end like don't get me wrong i don't want you to be like 
oh, that one guy who wastes his whole life away chasing money. Like, no, like get your priorities straight. Realize what you want to do this for me. Like, I think my reasons are pretty fulfilling. I want to provide the best life I can provide for my family, whether that's financial or not. Like, I make sure I have enough. That's one of the reasons why I'm saying there's still a lot of potential left because I block out a lot of work time for family time because that's important to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think I have my priorities pretty straight. So don't get it mixed up. Get your priorities straight, figure it out. But going back to what I was saying, like if you really think about it, there's really never end to never an end to growth. So let's say, let me tell you this, like I've, I've become my firefighter EMT, right? And I'm pretty comfortable and I can stay here forever and be comfortable. I'm going to get raises every year for longevity pay. I can try to rank up to driver, lieutenant, whatever. And I can get more money and I can be comfortable here. I can, I can, mm -hmm. but why? Why, why stop right there? Exactly. Yeah, I want to rank up to driver. I want to become a paramedic. I'm still playing with the idea, but I think I might want to become an RN one day. There's a, a paramedic bridge to, to nursing program. So, I mean, that, that might be in my future. Who knows? Maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. uh, if, who knows? And if I keep going down that route, hey, why not become a doctor? You know what I mean? Why not? Okay, okay that's still not the end. Okay. Um, why not run, or doctors do kind of run the, the ER. Why not become like a director of a hospital? Why not own a hospital? You know what I mean? Yeah, why not buy a bunch of real estate and be a real estate tycoon? You know, like there's no... There's always another level in those steps. Like, yeah. like the best yeah. analogy I, I, I tell people, it's like, okay, okay, look, let me break it down to you like this. You upgrade your iPhone every year, right? Like, yeah, because I want the new things. Well, take the same approach to your life. Instead of upgrading your phone every year, upgrade your life every year. Yes. Yeah, and and, and really, yeah, and I want to make sure everybody gets the right idea though that it's it's gotta be for the right reasons. Exactly. Don't just don't just go chasing money because then you're just that's exactly how you end up at that spot where you've got really nothing that makes you happy. Yeah. Like like make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. That's another point. I think we'll finish up with this point. There'll definitely be a part two because there's a lot more we can get into, um, but. The, the, that point I want to hit on that you said, I think when you have your job, you, it's important to have something that you enjoy and going back to every day, because if you don't have that, then why the hell are you doing it? You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, yes. Like the success, 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 whatever, blah, blah, work, 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 work. But you have to know what you're working towards. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so I knew from the early on when I was doing these other jobs that I didn't really love. I knew what my goals were, and that was to help support uh, a family and be able to raise a family and be financially stable enough to, in my opinion, unless you drop a million dollars on me right now, I'm not going to be financially stable ever in my life. But, uh, but just to feel comfortable enough, you know what I mean, and, and be able to provide a life. I knew those were the goals. Um, and it, I just kept, I guess, I guess I kept picking up different sledgehammers and and until I found the one that you know that felt right you know what I mean yeah so I kept trying different oh you know what? or even even so like maybe I didn't have enough money to afford the sledgehammer I wanted and so that security job was gonna have to do for right now because I don't know how to better myself into that position right. but while I'm doing this while I'm swinging with this shitty ass hammer 
I'm going to figure out how I can buy that hammer. You know what I mean? Right. And upgrade, upgrade, upgrade until I found something that I love. It's planning, 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 executing, and just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with, okay, so I know a lot of people will look at somebody, because I've held a lot of jobs, bro. I've held a lot of jobs. Yeah. And I know a lot of people would look at that resume and be like, oh, you did a year over here, you did a year over here, you did a year over here, you did two years over here. And okay, so you're unreliable. No, it's just I don't know what I want to do. You know what I mean? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Because you're trying to look for what you want to do. Just don't be like me. And well, no, I figured it out by 28. Um, just don't wait till you're 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Bro, isn't that crazy? We've known each other how long now? Like we're almost. Yeah. How old were we? Uh, What's how old were we in seventh grade? What is that? 15, 16? Uh, 15 is freshman year. 15, Sweet. 14, 13? 14, 13? 13. Now I'm 30. I don't know. I know you're young. I'm gonna be 30. Dude. Uh, I feel like I've been hammering. I feel like I, well, no, I feel, I, I feel like we got to talk about something fun, bro, because I feel like this whole podcast been tooting my horn like all i did was i freaking i went and i um, i i found this horn and all i did was to <laughs> i feel terrible like <laughs> you can you can put that in there too i want the people i want i want the people to see that i want them to know that i'm being self-centered here <laughs> like i understand that yes Tell the truth. Come on. If, 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 if you watch this podcast Get a notepad, get a mirror, <laughs> write down some notes. Honestly, I don't want to, like, I'm not even trying to take credit for any of that. All of this is just regurgitated information that that I've gotten from somewhere else, from all of these great people that I've been talking about well, that have an impact on my life. But that's everything else. That's 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 life. Everything is basically regurgitated. Like, yeah. It's like people who, the dude who made a chicken Caesar salad, like, you think, like, you know what I'm trying to say? People make chicken Caesar salads. You're not taking credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just because that waiter brought you the chicken Caesar salad doesn't mean he invented the chicken Caesar salad. You know what I'm saying? It's regurgitated. I mean, hey, you want to lose yeah. weight, bake chicken and salad. It's not, it's not rockets. It's, it's regurgitated information. And that's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at, bro. Anybody with any kind of... Like, anybody any- could be handed a car, but... No, but it... Anybody can be had a guitar, but very few people can make that puppy sing. You know what I'm trying to say, pal? Yeah, I hear you. A lot, hear people, you. A lot of people hear that information that you that you got the information from, but they don't do anything. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. And that's, I think that's the point we're going to wrap up here with this podcast. It's like, because there, there will be part two, just to know when, just hey, be on the lookout. Um, it's like, if, if you got to just take all this in and learn, okay, and then go with it. It's it's yeah. it's kind of like to bring it back to the whole like the religious type of thing. It's kind of like that that old thing, you know, faith without works is dead. And like so, if if your yeah. name is dead without any work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually a, um, I guess a big part during the whole beginning. Like I said, I've gotten away from all that, so I haven't actually heard that verse in a long time. But that was actually something I would hold on to early on, like so I would have these dreams. And I would want to work towards them. 
and whenever it was just a shitty day or whatever or just you know you want to give up like nothing's going your way bro at one point i had like warrants for traffic tickets that you know i didn't even have a license like things were bad bro and so that was something i would tell myself every once in a while i hadn't actually said it or heard it in a long time that faith without works is dead that wraps up the whole podcast right there like you can have faith all you want you can want something so bad till you're blue in the face like you can want it with every with every fiber of your being if you don't put in any work it's not going nowhere and usually joe I, I would like i would tell the guests okay what's one thing you could say to the public but i feel like you just gave like just a little premature it always happens <sighs> happens i swear to god never happens all the time <laughs> you got one do one thing one last thing one, one final point oh man other people i wasted it though <laughs> <laughs> is it though is it though <laughs> oh is that what the setup was <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, Wait. I, I okay, okay, this is how you gotta do it. Here's, you gotta be like, here's the Ali Oop, and you're like, that, you're like, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> no, here's, here's how you gotta do it. Okay, uh, so you, you're cutting all this part out, right? So, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> so you, you gotta be like, all right, Joel, well, that's the end of the podcast, and I'm gonna be like, is it though? <laughs> Alright, right, well, I guess we dropped all the knowledge bombs. I guess that's the end of the podcast. Is it though? <laughs>